Meltzer. This is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means. I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. I am back from my awesome vacation in Florida. Oh, wait a minute. It was college drop-off. I'm confused. One of the two. Kevin, how are you? Did I come back tanner? You do look pretty tan. I know, because I, you know, I taught myself how to surf. Did you really? I did. Did you actually surf? Actually, I did. Actually, no, I more bit it than anything. Right into the, um, the waves won that battle. Every single one but two. I actually surfed two times. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. Was it cold? Oh my god, it was so warm. It was the it was the Atlantic side because yes, he's the going Atlantic to school in side. Daytona. Yeah, and it was awesome. The waves aren't huge. I mean, I don't need to be surfing forty foot waves. I'm only right, right, right. I'm only two minutes into this gig. So I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening. I'm the author of my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com, which I recently posted about taking my son to college. Wow, that was a tough thing. Today, I'm going to be talking about this book I've been reading. It's called Come As You Are, written by Emily Nagoski, who's a PhD, who is a sex therapist. This woman knows her shit, and you're going to love this book, Kevin. And I also have a guest with me today. My guest is actually my tenant. She lives in one of my houses that I own, and we met and became instantaneous friends. We have not had sex yet, but we could. It's on the agenda still. It, Gen- it's in the near future, <laughs> for sure. Future. Her name is Jennifer Hartman, and... Jennifer, we have kids, go to the same school, we've never met, but we just, you know, it's always random when you meet someone in the Park Cities, and so Jen tells me that she was on several episodes of Housewives of Dallas, and I was like, no way, I want to know everything, and then I started watching second season, I'm like, I don't care. It's a little <laughs> no crazy. No No, that's okay. I, I mean, last season, I wanted to know everything, but I kind of turn it on again I just so I don't really want to waste our time talking about something I don't even watch that's okay that's okay I, I'm on a few I, I shot for a few we'll see if if I make the cut or not but uh it's it's really interesting I would totally ask for the dirt on everyone but since I don't care <laughs> that's okay let's I'm move sorry. on let's we're not gonna on. talk about it so got back from um taking little Richard to um Embry-Riddle and we want an orientation uh parent orientation there's like 50 parents or 100 parents in this room and you know he's joining um ROTC and in ROTC he's he wasn't sure if he was going to do navy or marines well when they put the requirements up on the um, powerpoint it says okay to be a marine you have to take 6 hours of history to be in the Navy, ROTC, you have to take physics, calculus, history, ethics, cultural awareness. I go... You scratched that one, I'm going to guess. No. I, wh- wh- why do the Marines <laughs> only require history and the Navy requires all that other stuff? <laughs> so then this one guy goes, well, you know, the Marines are the thugs of the Navy. And I go, wow. <laughs> so then you look at the physical part of the test and it's twice as much as the um, Navy. Hmm. So Richard, he's more intellectual than he is physical okay so he's gonna go for that side of things i think that's great that's great so he um anyways he's doing navy and they had their orientation yesterday with the school and i got to give it to embry riddle they sat down all those new kids and they talked about rape (gasps) wow because i talk about rape i've done a whole psa on rape and they told him just because the girl initially consents doesn't mean that she will be consenting as you progress further on down. 
Very true. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. That just came out like that. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Okay, so, and then, <laughs> this is, I was really impressed. That takes balls for universities to do this, because most of them don't even want to talk about it, but they're just coming out and talking about it. So then they say, okay, you need to res- show some respect to your roommate and don't have sex when they're in the room. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking funny. Unless you're having sex with your yeah, roommate. Which, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't think he's gay, but you no, know. No, no, no. Whatever, I don't know. I'm sure it goes on. So kudos to Emery Whittle, Riddle for um, t- bringing that up. So as I'm dropping Richard off, the dorm room, Richard, my ex-husband. So all of us are taking Richard to school. And I joke and I say, by the time Robert gets to school, he'll be hitchhiking. <laughs> First kid, we all go. So Richard walks in and, What's the last time you were in a college dorm? It, it's been a very long it time. It looks like a big old cement wall. It's like a prison, right? Well, that's what Richard it's says. It's like a prison. Like he a goes, mental institution. Yeah, Richard goes, I feel like I'm on the set of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good one. So, and, you know, I found it interesting. Every parent, they give us these huge, enormous bins where you can throw all your shit in there and then go up the elevator, go to your room or whatever with all your crap. Every single one of them had a box for a TV. Really? And I'm talking... Large screens, TVs. I am, I, I, there's no fucking way <laughs> I'm going to give Richard a television in his dorm room. I. What are these? And so Richard goes, oh, well. Why not? You don't need to be watching TV when you're in college. You need to be studying. But he's got a computer? Whatever. Well, then who needs a TV? <laughs> yeah, who needs a TV then? No, but every single one of them had this enormous flat screen. I was like, okay, whatever. So then if you see the girls, my friends, you know. They're paying twenty thousand dollars to a decorator to do. Th- Did you have you seen that, anyone post insane. that shit yes. with all those matchy matchy? Richard, I threw a Texas flag on the wall. I gave him pillows and sheets, and we were good to go. <laughs> it's like uh, it's a, it, they go overboard for sure with the girls. But your son is in boarding school. He is. In is boarding it the same school. thing? No, it's not. I mean, everything's pretty much set up for him, and it definitely does not look like a prison. So they don't sure. have to show up with all that stuff. They, they have don't. sheets and everything. They have sheets. They have blankets, pillows. Okay, so but it's not a military school. It's not a military. It's school. a boarding it's school. A boarding school. Is it in Virginia? No, it's in Pittsburgh. It's a day school there. So it, okay. it's a day school and boarding school. Okay. So it's pretty awesome. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm picturing the same thing. So so what when we're sitting in the dorm room, Lizzie goes, Mom. Lizzie, she's my sophomore. She says, Mom, can we talk about my dorm room? I just, I wanted to jump out of that building, but it's only one level down, so I wouldn't really even hurt myself. So what would be the point? So wait, she's she's only a sophomore, right? So she's, she's already high planning. School. Yeah. So just start saving now for her dorm room, oh, obviously. I'm going to tell her to get a job. I'm going to tell her to get a job. Get, you know what? You are, you do your own dorm room. I'm not going to go spend 20 I spent $1,500 on Richard just buying him stupid shit at Target. That's crazy. And, that, that, and there's no decorating. Ugh. Well, I'll decorate it for her. Okay. On good. a budget. On good. a budget. Yeah. I'm going to give you a $500 budget. Oh. Good luck with that. <laughs> so I'm on the beach. Kevin, you'll love the story. And the kids are watching some sort of magician. And this black guy walks up to me and he says, so what are you doing? I'm having a cigarette, having a drink, not giving a shit about the magician that the kids are so enthralled with. And Richard's with them, Richard, my ex. And he comes up to me, talking to me, shooting the shit. Well, what do you do? I go, oh, that's a weird question. I go, I own real estate. I go, what do you do? He goes, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> and I said, no shit. Nice. Like, just, you're just coming, come right out and tell me. He goes, do you want anything? 
Wow. And I go, what you got? (laughs) And he says, well, I have some um, crack. (laughs) I go, isn't crack a derivative of cocaine? Wouldn't I be more of a cocaine girl? Like, I've never done it. I think that's very presumptuous, too, to walk up to someone and just assume they like crack. Yes, like, do you have the crack look? Do I look like I do crack? Why wouldn't you start with weed or something, a little more mass appeal? I know. So he's telling me, he's giving me the... I don't know, the chemical formula for crack cocaine. Like, Well, he knew the chemical formula for crack cocaine. I don't know. Like, he didn't, not really the chemical formula. I'm exaggerating. So he, so he breaks open an ice cream and starts eating his ice cream. And he's just leaning against the wall, the seawall, just shooting the shit with me. And then he drops his trash. I go, pick that up right now. You will not litter on this beach. <laughs> I am telling a crack You don't have cocaine. to be a scumbag in every possible way. <laughs> I am telling a crack cocaine dealer to pick up his trash. So about that time, Richard walks up. He's like, what the fuck? Some black dude is going to, you know, because, you know. And I can see Richard right now walking up to the situation. I just know. Just shaking his head. Just, well, you know, and he goes, can I help you? I go, oh, we're just talking. We're good. No problems. And the kids walk up and they're looking at me like, what are you doing, mom? So... I go, we're good, we're fine. So they walk on, and he goes, your husband's not a, a cop, is he? I'm like, well, he's not my husband, but whatever. <laughs> um, it, it was the, So then he walks away, and I go, don't forget your trash. I am telling a crack cocaine dealer to pick up his trash. Did he pick it up? Oh, yeah, and he walked it over to the trash can. <laughs> I said, good job, honey. You're not going to scare me. He probably had some gun in his back pocket, you know, some Magnum 45 or something. Is that what they're called? Magnum? I believe so. I believe so, right? A type of gun? Uh, sure. Whatever. I don't know. So I just laughed. I go, even I can chill with the drug dealers You're, in my own way. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Okay. Okay. Kevin, how much time we have? A clear I need... lack of caring about any societal rules, but for some reason picking up the trash he, he is like where he draws a line. He's like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, that's just Well, he, he respected the fact that I was a mother and um, wouldn't buy drugs. And I did tell him, thank you for the offer, but no thanks. I thought I don't know if I could do crack cocaine. I go, is that where you kind of boil it and yeah, you got to smoke in, out of a, a stem. needle. In your, yeah. No, you don't, you don't have to needle. See, I don't know. I, Kev, I never did crack. Kevin knows because he was a drug major in college. I right? didn't even know all of that. <laughs> a minor? Was it a minor? No, it was just for fun. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I did a lot of shit like that in college. I went to college for like eight years. Oh wait, I can't find my pedophile report. Where did my pedophile oh, report behind go? You, behind you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I lucked out. <laughs> <laughs> I do a weekly pedophile report because I like to call out fucktards. Makes this me guy, cringe. look at this guy. Is he on the TV? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can Ooh. see. Oh, doesn't he look holy? He's a priest. He's an archbishop bishop wow. in um in Australia. He looks like a guy you could trust, right? Yeah, pretty average looking normal. He's one of the highest guy. ranking efficient officials in the Catholic Church. And I mean, come on, these days just Catholic Church raises a bit of a red flag. And I know that's horrible. Well, no, no, no. And he says, and I quote, I'd rather go to prison than report child abuse to the police. Wow, this is his statement? Wait. And he further goes on to say, it is a spiritual encounter with God through the priest and was of higher order than criminal law. Did you hear that? I heard it. He's telling all these priests, it is God is telling them to go do it. Yeah, he's saying it's fine. He answers to a higher power. <laughs> mm. That is the biggest excuse I have ever heard. I'm speechless. I don't know. I talk about the most random uh, shit about um, pedophiles. And when, when they come out and they say this and they're okaying it and then they're saying God is telling them to do it, that to me just drives me nuts. Because mm-hmm. anything with That's religion. Gross. So. 
we'll get to talk in our next segment with Jen about you know her abuse that she endured as a child. That, so. That's as valid mm-hmm. of an argument to me as the son of Sam Killer saying that a dog told him to kill people. Oh, what was that show? Was that from? Uh, the, the son of Sam Killer. Oh, so we, the yeah. dog told him to kill people. Yeah. That was his excuse. That's about as good as the... the, the okay. The yeah. I don't believe it. You're giving me the pinky penis. That means we got to cut bait. Move on to the next segment. Coming up, Come As You Are. What a great read. Every woman should read this book. Don't move. More of One Blunt Woman with Wanda Memes is next. And I have to tell you, this is a fascinating read. With me, I have Jennifer Hartman. She's my tenant and my new friend. Always like making new friends. So yesterday we were talking on the phone and you were talking about coming on my podcast. And we had talked about that ACE test. We did. And I sent it to you and you immediately took it and immediately sent me your score right back. All I have to say is you're a bragger. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I thought mine was bad. Yours is worse. It's really bad. I scored an 8 out of 10. I know. Which so is really, really bad. I've talked about the ACE test, which means adverse child experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's 10 simple questions. Are your parents divorced? You know, were parents an alcoholic? Abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, physical neglect. And there's 10 mm-hmm. things. Anyone mm-hmm. incarcerated? There's 10 questions. And if you know you're four or more. You're you, at a very high risk. You're at a high risk for uh, obesity for all kinds suicide. of suicide, um, all kinds of health mm-hmm. issues, um, addictions. And so I find it interesting that I totally connected with you and here, you know, you have a super high A score too. You don't have to tell me you're eight or maybe you can tell me I, the do that you're not. I mean, that might make it as obviously <laughs> would make it easier. So Kevin on that score, I think is a zero on what score the on the ACE, ACE test. What it, is that? Shit? Remember the adverse childhood experiences? Uh, kind of. So, like, yeah, I think I came in. You're zero. Your parents aren't even divorced. No. Did you grow up with like a white picket fence and? Yeah, I had a pretty normal (laughs) upbringing. Pretty conventional. You seem very normal. Other than the Catholic priest whacking off while you were doing confessional, I mean, other than that, you don't know that he was doing that. So, (laughs) there were definitely priests I thought were creepy. So. It's interesting because you're you're a nurse practitioner. I am. You're um, a very successful woman. You're a good mother. Mm-hmm. You're hardworking. I mean, you're you're rare. Well, the odds the odds were against me. The odds are against you, a hundred percent. And uh, but I took the negativity and put it into positivity. And I did not want to be a statistic. 
Because they should be. We sh- we both should we be would, statistics. Yes. We should be like on welfare in a crack house with I've talked the drug about dealer. And one of the yeah, no, <laughs> my new best friend. Um, I talked about this in my book, which is being edited right now. But I talk about the fork in the road that we took. Mm-hmm. You know, I took a fork in the road at some point, and I said, I don't want to be a meth addict. Not that I knew what meth was in the eighties, but I don't want to be a meth addict. You know. Uh, selling my body for, mm-hmm. you know, money. I, I didn't want to be a prostitute. I did, so I was a straight A over. So the opposite that you get is the overachiever. Exactly. And that's us. That's us. We're overachievers. We're overachievers. But you're way hotter than me and way younger. Screw no way. You. No yeah, way. I know. Okay. <laughs> so come as you are. I love this author. She is honest. She At one point, they talk about squirting, and we're going to get into this in a second. I can't um, wait. And she says, I, I have no idea what... You know why one does and one doesn't. She literally just said that. I have no idea. And she's a sex expert. I got a lot of questions about squirting. Yeah, okay. So I've talked about this. I think I have because I'm an Olympic squirter, I think. um, (laughs) My friend Mark, he said, Wanda, could you stop talking such serious shit? Because my last two episodes were very serious. Could you lighten it up? So let's have a little fun. Yeah. So like all women have the possibility to squirt. They Not necessarily. I have never I've never have. Well, you're only 35. I'm only or 35. Fuck, you're only 34. <laughs> I'll be 35 in a few can, weeks. Can you tell Whatever. when it's like coming on? Like, you know, it's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. You do. You Is feel it just it. a gush? It's a gush. So, have you ever gush. had where you felt like it was going to happen? No. You know, like never. when your water broke? Did your water yes, break? Yes. So, you feel that's what it felt like. It's that intense. It's, well, I mean, you're obviously not having contractions, but um, <laughs> I'm you retarded. Feel I didn't even know you out. feel it when your water breaks. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wasn't having an orgasm during childbirth. Good God. No, but when your water breaks, you feel the oozing, whatever. That's how much, you know, I... Well, as a nurse practitioner, I mean, OBGYN is my specialty, and I was always intrigued, but it just has... It's never That some women can. That some women can, and some don't. You you read a stat somewhere, it was... 35 35, I've heard it was less than 25%. So the numbers, but we don't even know. So, okay, so what she wants... So the premise of her book is to maximize your sexual potential, even if you're broken. And so many of us are broken. We're very broken. A lot of my friends who are sexually molested as children have a hard time with sex. Absolutely. You have a hard time completing, letting go, and trusting. So what I always say is you have to know your body. You have to love your body. And I tell my girls, before you ever have sex with another person, you need to have sex with yourself first. Absolutely. I am very adamant about this. So she says, what she says is we're all normal. She says we're all the same, but we're all different. And she says all of our stuff is Essentially the same. It's just organized differently. So you know a lot about anatomy. Yeah. It, it, everything's the same down there. But for me, I'm very emotional with sex. I don't know if you are A or lot not. of women are emotional. And that's the only way. I have to it, emotionally be connected to that person. I can't just... It depends on who I'm sleeping with. Screw someone to screw yeah, them. Me oh, too. I can. Like, I'm emotional too, but I can totally just screw someone to screw <laughs> someone. It just won't be as exciting. You know, not as, there's not as much of a connection. I, I mean, I have cried during sex when yeah. I had it when I've had a huge emotional connection. Absolutely, Aww. but if I am just fucking a guy, I've done plenty of that. Trust me, it's not. You it's just, just let it go. See, I, I send cannot. Them home. I cannot just sleep with someone to sleep with them. Well, the reason I say pinky penis earlier when we were cutting bait, pinky penis. Kevin always does this because mm-hmm. I was with a guy and I said he had a pinky penis and he drove a red Corvette or a convertible Corvette. Ew, what a douche! And it's actually also a radio symbol for thirty seconds, but he turned it into that. <laughs> <laughs> I did turn it into that. So I'm like, 
Is it in there? Is where is it? I so I, he does this, and I say pinky penis. I because I've, I've had, had sex with guys, and I've sent him home. If I sent you home at two in the morning, it means it's done. It's done. It's Don't come done. back. Don't call me back. No, no walk of shame the next day. No, I no, I, but I haven't. It's like a reality TV show. It's like that TV show Chopped. It is. You like send him home. The, the walk of shame. Yeah. That is the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Wow, Kevin, that's good. I'm impressed. Okay, so she talks. I know you. What? I know you do. Okay, so she talks about arousal non-concordance. Mm-hmm. Arousal non-concordance. You know what that means? I don't. Explain to me. It means when, let's say, you're mentally aroused, but you're not wet down there. Mm. Or, because you would think and that, that you happens. would get concordance. Or, you're wet down there, and you're not mentally in it, because you're thinking about... Kids, I gotta mm-hmm. make dinner, I gotta go to the store. You know, women we tend to overthink. So, and that is the biggest issue with women is our brain. We can't shut it down. We can't shut it down. So they call it brakes and accelerators. I love it. So I, I had a whole quiz on here I wanted to take with you in my book, but Kevin's probably gonna give me the pinky penis in about no, 30 seconds. No, you got seconds. some time. You got some time. Oh, you got some time. Okay, okay give it to me. Okay. But so, have you ever just gotten wet for no reason? Um I hate to say yes. <laughs> that happens with my girlfriend. I don't think it's weird, but if I mean, she's like, I'm like, I get the worst is like when I, I like I when I'm in mom boarders. mode. I am not in Wanda wants to get laid mode. Right, right I am right. in mom mode. Full mom mode. You don't Full think mom, about you don't that. Think about your vagina. But a guy, fuck, they wake up every day with a heart on. That's a good point. They do. They Ask do. me how I know my son every day more. I go, I can't look. <laughs> I can't look. <laughs> so, like, why? You're 11. That's so gross. I don't even want to think about how many times my mom kept, probably came in my room to wake me up or some shit and I was pitching oh. a tent. <laughs> yeah, you had a sock. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Little Richard goes, think of all the condoms you'll save, Mom. You won't see under my bed anymore. Go, oh, my gosh. Do. Boys I mean, I are retarded about stashing our evidence. We always put it somewhere where we're going to get caught eventually. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so sexual temperament questionnaire. Feel free to answer the questions. Love that. Sure. We have inhibitors and we have Excitor. So an inhibitor is like a brake. Mm-hmm. Something that excites you is like your accelerator. So I think, okay. have you ever driven a car with your foot on the brake and the gas at the same time? Mm-hmm. You don't go anywhere. No, I'm going to say stop or go. That's how I'm going to answer these. Yeah, stop or go. Okay. Stop or go. So and thing, unless things are just right, it's difficult for you to become sexually aroused. Yes. Yes? Yes. No. Okay. Go. Jesus, now I'm going to have to put a yes and a no. So, yes. You're such a guy. You are such a guy. (laughs) Okay. uh, When I am sexually aroused, the slightest thing can turn me off. Yes. That's, or like, that's a no. Like, stop. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And then, yes for you? Yeah. You guys are opposite. Really? You guys are opposite. I have to trust a partner to become fully aroused. Yes. Just aroused? Yes. Really? I am so emotional. If I have sex with you. I'm no with you on that one. That's a big deal. So I have to to emotionally connect. Well, and the problem is if a guy just wants to hook up with you, you know. Not interested. No, but if he's telling you everything you want to hear just to hook up with you and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm becoming connected with you. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And he, a guy could just walk away. But most women like that. Are emotionally attached. That screws guys. It does. Yeah, see, they think, I'll still I, stay hard, but I may not be. My, my head's not in it anymore. <laughs> this is why one of my friends says this is why prostitutes are perfect because you can just fuck them and there's no emotional and attachment. Walk away. And walk, walk away. away. No embarrassment. And not get fucking stalkers. I've had a stalker. Have you had a stalker? Oh yeah, I'm going through that right now. Okay, yeah, we could talk about that time. <laughs> um, if I'm worried about taking too long to become aroused to or to orgasm, this can interfere with my no. arousal. No, no, you, no. You, you're totally fine with taking your time. Oh yeah, we can take our time, Kevin. Yeah, 
You guys are opposite. I worry I, it's sometimes. Really weird. You really do? Weird. Well, yeah. Well, if like somebody's yeah. going down on me and it's taking a long time, I'm like, God damn it! Like, I wish I could hurry this up because uh, you know, oh, she probably so you're thinking be of her over you? Yeah. Are you thinking of her lockjaw or something? I don't know. I'm just like after. <laughs> I mean, Kevin has really big shoes, by the way. It's, it's usually pretty quick, but if it's more than like five minutes, I'm like start to feel kind of bad. I'm like, I wish I just hurry up. You know, it's really? worse if you five minutes. Like, is if I can't time. get a guy to come on blowing him, that's very upsetting to me. But if you're drunk, that hurts my well. Yeah, I get if you're drunk. Sometimes I feel so shy or self-conscious during sex that I cannot become fully aroused. No, I'm, I'm that's never, not true for I'm me never. now. Kevin? Never. Never. Oh, my God. Y'all agree on one. We did. Look at that. Okay, well, add up your points. I'm sure they're the exact opposite number. Okay, <laughs> this is what excites you. Often, oh, I didn't answer any of those questions. Yeah. Yeah. Should I have? Go back through them. Yes. No, I'm not going back through them. Listen, I'm not self-conscious, and but I like to get it on and go. And I'm not, I don't have to be emotionally attached, so we know my answers. Okay. Often, just how someone's smell turn on. Absolutely. Yes. Yes? yes? Yeah. Well, is that, um, is that um, a turn on because, what if they smell bad? Is that a turn Then it's going to be a turn off. Who wants to sleep with somebody that smells bad? I don't know, but like if you don't think about the smell and you're really just wanting to get laid. No, okay. I think it's, that has a part of it. Don't you agree? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no, well, there's, I can tell you for sure there's no bigger turnoff for men than if you catch a whiff of vagina. Ooh, have you had stinky? You know, yeah. it's a vulva. Can I correct you? Sorry. She has, uh, the doctor, the therapist in the book corrects all of us and says it is the vulva, not the vagina, That's that true. we're always referring to. And she said the vagina mon- monologue should be changed to the vulva monologues it if they were to be, be accurate. That was Scientifically, I think that's any correct. dude who's been around the block enough has it's happened to him at least once. You've come across that a dirty, va- a dirty, dirty vagina. Yeah, yeah, an a odor. tuna vagina. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, that was <laughs> like body odor times a hundred. <laughs> okay, I can't talk about odor. Seeing my partner doing something that shows their talent or intellect. Yes. What it did we can just make talk me about? sexually aroused. Yes. That totally arouses me, mm-hmm. Kevin. No. You. So you she don't can be care. Stupid? I don't think that that turns me on. I might be impressed, but so so, not in a sexual need, way. See, that's how women are so different. We I am. Different. I am into like that's why a sixty-year-old man can date a twenty-year-old. He doesn't give a fuck what she thinks no. about. He just wants to. Right, a girl can be totally retarded, but really hot, and you're still gonna want to fuck her. You know, what I mean, that's, we're that's not allowed to use that word on my show. Sorry, you know that I don't like. The she word doesn't retarded. like the R word. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Mm-hmm. I love it. I don't get it though. I mean, you think retarded people are offended by that? <laughs> I, I, not to sound rude, but couldn't you say that retarded means the same thing as fire truck? And like, they wouldn't know. I mean, so how? Do, who's complaining about this? Okay, okay, we're not talking about that. It's non-retarded people. Okay, <laughs> having sex in a different setting than usual is a real turnoff. Yes, me. totally. Absolutely. Listen, I don't mind Kevin, going to the huge. bathroom. Totally, yeah. At the restaurant, when I think about someone I find sexually attractive, or when I fantasize about sex, I become sexually aroused. Yes. Now you're a woman, and we think. Yes, absolutely. We need desire. Mm-hmm. We can't just become aroused. We gotta think about it, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so you, so you think too? Oh, it's not really? a requisite, but uh, I mean, yeah, I'll think about things sometimes throughout the day and become aroused. Do hormonal changes affect your um, sexual arousal? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The older I get, and I. I'm pretty sure I'm knocking on menopause's door, which I haven't had it yet. I'm wondering if that will change for me. It will. It definitely will. Your sex drive will definitely go down because your hormone level changes so much. My gynecologist already says I have the testosterone of that of an 18-year-old boy. Because you're different. You're different. (laughs) (laughs) My sex drive will not go down. I refuse to give in. Okay. 
She advises all of us to get a mirror and look at our vulva. We should. We should really know. Have you done this? Our, yes. Get absolutely. to know your clitoris. Absolutely. We should know our own anatomy. How can we teach somebody that we're with what we like if we don't know? That's a good point. And you how know? do you go to a guy doctor? Because he doesn't have a clitoris. I go to a guy doctor. But I'm just saying, not you oh. specifically, but... I mean, what, mm-hmm. based on what you just said, mm-hmm. we being women should look at our vagina. She Absolutely. says we're all the same. We're all different, but we're all the same. So she said that the problem is there's so much cultural shaming that we've had our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Kevin has. I mean, you two going to Catholic high school, of course you have. Shaming of the women's genitals that we need to shift our mindset. We have to literally unlearn the BS that we were told and we have to learn to love our body. Absolutely. I love, I don't particularly love my fat and my belly, but I am pretty happy with who I am as a person. I, I, you have to learn to love yourself and trust me, I was shamed plenty. And you know, I don't know if you gave a blowjob at eight year old, at eight years old, but I did. I did not. I did not. So, you know, I don't, we all have our sexual, I mean, I was stories. Exactly. I mean, I was molested as a young girl and that made me not want a man to touch me. Right. For years, I'm sure. I, I wanted to be a nun until I was 14, honestly. Wow. (laughs) Believe it or not. I know. (laughs) Okay, so they did a study. Men have Viagra because it physically helps them. So Mm -hmm. they're thinking maybe women need something that physically helps them, right? So they did a study, and 40% of the women in the study said that they were turned on, and they were only on a placebo, which, as you know, is a sugar pill. Right. Mind over matter. Mind over matter. Right. So it is for it is so mental for us. And maybe this is why women are all fucking mental nut jobs. We're crazy. We're, We're crazy. crazy. Okay. So, Kevin, how much time do we have? Because I got to go over a couple more things. You're a little, we're going a little over, but I'm of course, gonna, I'm just going to roll with it. Okay. So, do you know what the Bartholin glands are or the skiing glands are? So, we're talking about what produces and what, what releases. <laughs> Those are two glands, right? Okay. Yes. For when we, women, the few of us, that ejaculate, so or squirting, as it's commonly known with um, er, within Urban Dictionary. So, Bartholin and skiing are both men. They're both male doctors from hundreds of years ago who found this. So, part of our vagina is named after, after a man. man. Can you imagine the dads of these guys no. going out with their friends to the pub, <laughs> dude? My Did you hear my name's going to live on in the vagina for the rest of my life, for the for centuries to come? Can we please change the names of that? I think we that? should. We should change them today to something really good. Okay. We'll come up with the name that comes up with the releaser and the producer. But I'm sorry. Why, why did the man have to have, you know, ownership of my vagina? They think they, they have ownership of everything. <sighs> we didn't even get to talk about brakes and accelerators. Kevin has given me the pinky penis. I have gone over again. Maybe we should increase our time, Kevin. You think people would listen longer? Yes. I would certainly like to talk with you longer. You're listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Means. You can listen to me at On Air Media. Or you can listen to me on podcast.com or SoundCloud or iTunes, right? And don't forget, from tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength. And I have to tell you... See those guns? I'm pretty I see strong. Em. I see them. Had a lot of pain. Thank you in my for life. inspiring us. Thank you for coming on my show. You're I'm Wanda Means. I'm one blunt woman. <laughs> <laughs>